Yo, 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 what's poppin'? It's your boy EJ, a.k.a. Sir Evangeline Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Ten Feet. Shout out to Bo, mm. uh, 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 a.k.a. The Bully, a.k.a. one-third uh, one of Free Gems Network, and one of the many members of BGBN. Shout out to Big Red. Big Red. lot of them boys. Hey, man, but this your boy Wayne Will Maddie. I'm keeping short and sweet, man. One-third of Free Gems Network. Amen. He already said the BGBN piece. It's a whole lot of us. But like we always say. It is never about us. It's never about us, man, because we got another. Man, we got the Vince's tribe leader in the house. The mood dealer in here, man. Okay. Come on, man. <laughs> Serve face. Hey, man. Serving walks. I'm just trying to tell you. Serving shows. All that. Hey man, we got a little one in the house too. Shout out. Hey man. You heard her? You heard her? <laughs> she said she wanna be on the pod. We got Taylor Alexander. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. I'm ready. You can go ahead. Come to me. Go ahead. She's like, nah, nah, I want to camera. There's cameras in there. You want me? You want me on the show? Before the baby on the show? Let go. Let do it. She, she Come on. She like, look, I need it. Come on. Get up. She said, it's a lot of expensive equipment on. on the floor. Oh. Come on. Oh. She said, the floor is lava. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right. You win that. Okay. All right, here we go, man. Um, how we like to start off the show okay. is where are you from? I was born in Morrow, Georgia, but I have been in Columbus my whole life. So 706 is your 706 home? 706 is my home. Hey, big 706 shit. Hey, Colgan. All day. Um, reason why, I don't know if, you if you're tapped into the show, but the reason why we like to ask that question is because we feel not feel, we know that there's no other platform like us in the city. Right. The, um, there's not a, there's platforms out there like SRT, like Gen Talk, um, uh, The Ignorant Noodle, and all these other, you know, podcasts out there, but nobody really, really, really putting on like, uh, and pushing the culture forward. Right. Like Free Gens Network. We trying to make sure 706 is in the forefront. So when you say Georgia, you're not looking at Atlanta. Exactly. Not, not just Atlanta. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I feel that. I feel that. So, um, I want to get right into it. You're a woman of many hats. So, tell the viewers and the listeners out there what all does Ta Miss Taylor do? Ooh. Well, I mean, as far as my nine to five, <laughs> um, I work in coding and billing. So, I do more so um, Alzheimer's and dementia patients. Uh, that's what I do for a living. Um, my passion, though, I have been loving fashion since I was probably maybe five. I mean, as long as I really can remember. Mm -hmm. um, so that's just kind of been my thing. I had started actually working with one of my best friends, um, Jazz. She had opened up a boutique about a couple of years ago. Um, and that's kind of where I kind of got my feet into seeing what I wanted to do. Um, so I actually own the, the mood show. Um, I collaborate with two beautiful creatives and we kind of put this whole thing together. Um, they do the makeup. I do the styling. Um, another creative actually does the hair. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how the mood show came about. It was like a branch off of what I was already doing with um, the uh, 
the vintage tribe. Right. So it kind of just branched off into something bigger. And it kind of really is what I always want to do. I thought that I wanted to just sell vintage clothes and, and style. But as I started doing the mood show, I'm like, this is the main thing that I really want to do. But I do still love my clients. I do still love styling. But I definitely want to take the mood show to a higher level. Mm. So beyond working with uh, my patients, working with clients, with styling. I'm a mom, um, I'm a daughter, I'm a girlfriend. I'm just, I'm just everywhere. You're everything. <laughs> I'm everywhere. <laughs> you know, this is Free Gems history. Amen. For two ways, for two ways. Okay. One, nobody, people have came here with their kids, but nobody's featured their kids. <laughs> That's dope. Thank you. Um, and two, when, when whenever I ask, you know, what do you do? Nobody ever mentions what they nine to five is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, like you're you're here for your passion, right? But obviously, you do other things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that I feel like that's that's dope too, right. because not everybody is. Is is built to have their own right, right, and, and, and they're not ready. You know yeah. that's my main thing. Right. Like just jumping out there and being ready right. is you know. Not, hold on one second, okay? You gotta wait. Well, we talk about patience, right? All right. So, um, jumping out there and just being ready for everything. You're not. I can't right now. Like, and I don't think people talk about that. They just want to see. Oh, I'm making these moves, but. How did you get there? You know, that is what people want to see. They want to know the journey. They want to know when you started with nothing and you you came up from everything. That's what makes people relate to you. So I'm always going to tell what's going on with me in every way. Good, bad, not the popular opinion, whatever it may be, because that's just who I am. It's really all I can give you. So I think... By me mentioning that, and then also it also helps me in my passion because I have to have so much patience working with my patients that it helps me to be a better businesswoman to learn from my doctor who owns his own practice and see how he's up before everybody there. You're right. you're the main deal, but you're there before us. You leave after us. You do stuff that I do. You're everywhere. So I'm I'm really just learning gems everywhere right <laughs> you know i'm glad that you said that because that was gonna be my one of my fir- uh, first questions is how does your what you what you do for a living and your passion how do they intersect and you kind of just answered it for me right and you know just seeing how you said you're a supervisor well no i work with um medical billing and coding i do like chart preps for the alzheimer and dementia patients so it's like a plan of care basically right, right. but just you know like you said but seeing how he's the first one there mm-hmm. and he's the you know, last one to leave. All right. You know what I mean? How he's everywhere. And that was the things that you can take and translate them to your past. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. I mean? How, you're, oh. oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, because you need that example. Like, right. everyone thinks you're just going to get out here, you want something, and you're not going to bump your heads a couple, a couple of times, but... When you can actually see someone that's doing it and being that much of a close knit, and I have times where I'm like, so how did you? What what did you do? How did right. you start? Where were you at before you got this far? And we have little small conversations where I'm like, noted, okay, mm-hmm. noted, you right. know, and I just keep it moving. That's hard. Yeah, that's real hard, yeah. man. What patience mean to you? A great deal of understanding. Like I think. 
in order to be patient, you have to understand. And a lot of times, that took that took time. 21-year-old Taylor is definitely not 29-year-old Taylor, <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> so, and I even noticed it with, with how I raised my children. When I had my oldest, I was only 21. So I noticed my transition as a mom, um, as I have aged, learning how to understand someone and then you're able to have that patience for who they are so and that's just with anything with any situation with anything you're going through once you understand the situation you're like who's yeah, <laughs> and right. you can move on from there you know so i think it's just a great deal of understanding you can't have patience without understanding the situation or the person how do you keep a level head between you know doing wearing so many hats because you, you know, you you're a business woman, you know. Right. You, you you're a mom, and you know you you're a stylist, and all these things, and it's like sometimes I know for myself, like I be wanting to either do one or two things. Right. I either want to like <laughs> shut down, right, and be like fuck it, right, right, you know what I'm saying, or or I want to explode, you know mm. what I'm saying, and be like, and, and go off the deep end. So, like, how do you keep a, a level head? Because you said you got, you know, three kids. You know, it's... Honestly, though, I have my moments, too. Like, I mean, after I did, I did an event. This was before Can I had did, um, what? Oh, that's cool. I had did an event. This was back when I just wanted to do a networking event. This was before the Mood Show. This was before really uh, the Vintage Tribe had took off the way that it has. Um, I just wanted to do a free mixer. So I had a bunch of businesses that wanted to be in one group setting, a bunch of collective creatives, and they all did their thing. I didn't charge anything. It was just kind of like, everybody, let's get together. Let's just see what we can do for the city. And um, after that... I'm a very, I'm a recluse. So it's like this business breaks me out of that shell because I'm always either with my kids by myself or with the main people that I'm normally hanging with. Right. Um, so it, I had a moment. Like after that, I shut down. I didn't want to sell any clothes. I didn't want to talk to anybody about vintage clothes. I didn't want to be around anybody because it just took so much energy out of me. And I'm a person that I can read energy in every room. Every room that I'm in, I'm always, even if I don't want to, I still can because that's just the type of person that I am. So it's like I take that with me. But I had to learn how to don't let that make me a, you know, Okay, Pooh, you can get a banana. Don't make me get in my ways about something because that's something for them to carry. I can only give my energy, and when it's done, it's done. And know how to give myself a break. Mm, If you want a break, if you need a shutdown time, you know, it was a song that said, um, I can't even think who sung it, but it was like, may not be on time, but I'm never late. And I just never... That, that always stuck with me. Like, I may not be everything that everybody else is, but I'm always going to be me. Whether I shut down, whether I'm not as consistent as I am, whatever my process is, I'm going to get there. So just trust whatever, you know, process that you want. I think somebody actually posted that. So I'm going to trust the process. And right. that's like a real thing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, when you want to shut down, you just have to ask yourself, do I need to? And if right. you do, do. 
And if you don't, keep pushing and, and find your way through that so that you will know, okay, when I started feeling like this, this is what was going on. So maybe I need to go about it in a different way. Right. And I think now that I do that, I know how to plan. Okay, this is this is the time I spend for social media. This is the time I spend with no phone, nothing. Just me, my kids, or just me by myself. You need that me time too. Whether you're in a relationship, married, you still have to get some type of center time right. to be able to deal with all the things that you deal with daily. When did you when did you realize that though? I realized that just being real when Probably when my boyfriend was always just like, you're always busy. Like, you're always busy. It, but it was coming across as, you don't support me. You know, you're not supporting what I have going on. Mm-hmm. And I think you can take that from someone by them just trying to tell you they need a little time. But you're like, I'm trying to be this person. You know, I'm trying to get to this place. Like, what do you mean? You need time. I'm, I'm giving you time. But it may not be... They, they knew you before all of that. So they're used to you in different spaces. So I right. think once I found out, okay, I kind of have to have a little bit of a medium here. Because it's not that you don't support. Because you're at every event. You're behind the scenes. You're doing everything. You're helping with the kids when I have to be here. And I'm doing that. So I can't really say you don't support. I just have to find out a way that I am basically everywhere without right. getting bogged down. So I think that was the time when I really told myself, like, all right, something got to shake. Like, I got to figure out how I can make this work for everybody. And no, it doesn't work. But for the most part, it's kind of at a steady level right. now. Do you get the feeling that you're racing against time sometimes? Just weird. Because I, uh, like, I feel like with our, you know, in general, our age group, you know what I mean? We feel like... We're old. Need, we're, we're, behind. we're behind. We're behind the we're times. Behind. We're I behind said that time. too. Like, like, oh, man, we, man. we pushing 30. <laughs> I was just I talking about this. Yeah. Like... I was telling my aunt, I'm like, wow, I think now with social media, it makes everybody feels like they're on this accelerated time. Yep. Like, I'm on this accelerated time. You know, such and such, they they got a house right, right. now. You know, they, they business done jump off the ground. What, what's what's taking me so long? But that's them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm really not, I'm not really a person that I feel like I'm racing against time. Um, I used to. I used to because I, I would see people doing different things and I'm trying to figure out it's, it's, how much time do you have? Like eight of my hours are already at a job. I'm a mom. My kids do sports now. So I'm sporting. I'm momming. I'm working. How in the heck am I going to put in extra time to get this to where other people have? But I just had to tell myself, I mean, what you want and, and the one thing I've taken away from school is you can be anything you want to be. That is a true statement. But you just have to figure out where you going. And once you know that and you dedicate yourself to where you want to go, you ain't going you I mean, you ain't going to be behind time because it's your process. Yeah. It's it's that may not work for you as it did for somebody else. You can maybe do the exact same thing they do and then yours still don't get nowhere cuz it wasn't for you. Right. right. Their process isn't your process. It's not. And then on top of that too, you gotta think like, from from my understanding and from what I hear, I hear when you're in your thirties, that's mm-hmm. when shit get pop. That's when it get pop. That's when you get fine. Right. Like that's when that's when I'm like, I mean, no no shade, I ain't no shade to my plastic yeah. surgery sisters, no shades to you. 
But I'm like, I don't need all that. I'm gonna get that when I get 30 when my metabolism slow down a little bit. And then I'm I'm like, okay, here come the weight that my mom was talking about that I've been dying to have. You know you so, know what I've realized with people that 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 don't that think that 30 is old? What's that? They don't listen to enough Jay Z. They don't. <laughs> what what Jay Z say? <laughs> you know, thirties the new twenty. <laughs> you know, had they listened to enough Jay Z, right? They wouldn't feel they that. Would they wouldn't feel that. Way. <laughs> they would be on key. <laughs> you know what hey. I'm saying? But <laughs> you're right though. Like I, I'm, I'm looking forward to my thirties. I, I was just telling them the other day, like when I turned twenty six, it's like click it just clicked for me mm. like everything started going you know up mm-hmm. you know whether i now granted two weeks after i uh i uh, turned 26 i lost my job mm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but but a month later we know with this man two weeks later we me and me and this guy Linked up, you know, we we came, we all came together, and that's Man, when was that close together? No cap. Oh, that's crazy. And he was just telling me that story, like before. Yeah, but I ain't know. put together that that was right at that okay. time. Like, I turned twenty six, nine eleven. See, and I ain't even put it all together and like two, that. Two weeks after that, I was supposed to start a new job, and you know that you know how where that where right. that happened. So I was I was out of a job from September to December, mm. and it was fine. And but we were fighting <laughs> in crazy. October, right. and from October to December, it was just not like nonstop fighting every Thursday. Wow! And you know, from we from October to like now, we're down there in June, and we haven't skipped a beat. See, you know what I'm saying? So trust uh, the process. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> but even but even still, like it's still kind of hard sometimes. Yeah, you know because you, I'm sure with you, your mind is always gone. I may wake up sometime like, oh, I need to, th- I need to write that down real quick because it's just something I don't want to forget. So you do write down like your I have goals. To. I have to, or because it didn't come to me for no reason. So I didn't wake up with this just for no reason. So I'm a person. I I'm real. I pay attention to everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like I may be at work and something comes to my head. I write on a sticky note, and my mom is like, "Why do you have sticky notes with just random stuff all in your purse?" I'm like, "It's just something that came to me, and I can mom, put it down when I'm ready." You know, so. I just, I just think that it is a, a a big thing to make sure that once you know exactly, um, you know those signs that are coming to you, or even like you may have had signs when you lost your job, you could have thought like, oh, it's just the it, it's in for me, you know what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do from here, but you didn't, you still knew that something was gonna come, you worked on pot and you you still pushed yourself to see better, and that's what you seen. Okay. It was, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. Did it bring out something like? But did it bring something better out of you? Even though it was rough, did it did it bring something out of you that you probably wouldn't have experienced man, they without? They woke that dog up in that man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know they what? have. You know what? Not like looking back at it, it looks. I think I cherish time. Mm. A lot more. Okay. Cause I had it. I had time. I took my kid. Nothing stopped as far as like my kids going to daycare. My wife going, to, you know, to her job mm. or whatever. Nothing really stopped. It's just 
I had time to like think. I had time to for myself because I never had time for myself. Right. Ever. Like I still don't. You know what I'm saying? And like, so I just cherished it a little bit more, and I and I started become. I had a a, a really really bad, I guess, um, not habit. Yeah, habit of pouring myself into others. Mm. All of me. Into okay. Others. And I still do, you know what I'm saying? Because I care. I, right. I care so much. But so it it gave me an opportunity to pour into me while simultaneously pouring into them. Because mm. I, I, I talk about them all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are my brothers. Right. So, like, I don't even, I like, even when, even before we even got to rolling, I got the this is my spiel. Like, right. He does photography, videography, he raps, he does this, he does this. Mm. He does, he's producing, he's a graphic designer, He's he does web design and all of these things and I can't even tell you still to this day like what I do. Right, right. I feel that. And that's where I come from. You know, that's where yeah. he <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel that though because it's about your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was one of my biggest speeches. When I finished my movie show, I was in tears because not even about me. It was just how my team just came in and just did they fucking thing. Shout like, out to Tootie. Like, woo! Tootie? That's bae. Shout out to her, man. That's bae. She 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 does some really great. Oh work. my yeah. god, she's amazing. She is absolutely amazing. We had a business meeting yesterday. I saw business that. meeting slash mimosas, <laughs> but oh, it was just it was just great. Like every time we link up, mm-hmm. it's nothing but greatness. It is nothing but greatness. Well, how did the Vintage Tribe come about, and where did your love for you know vintage clothes come from I have never been into trends like ever and so a lot of the times like when I like I said when I was little I would get myself dressed and my mama would just kind of be you know like she like alright you know that's kind of where it started cause she built my confidence to just do me and I never fit in. Like, I would have times where people would just, what are you wearing? You know, when you go to that, when you go to a culture school, let's just be real. They going to look and be like, what you got on? Like, if you ain't got on the latest and greatest, because us as people, that's just, that's just what most black people do. You right. got to have on the latest J's. You got to have on the latest gear. You got to have on this. And I always just, I might not even have on none of that. It's just. Whatever felt good to me, that's what I would wear. Mm-hmm. And I think it started at a young age. But as far as me being just vintage, I've always just been into that old school way of living. Not even outside of the clothes. Just I would rather let my clothes hang dry than dry them. Like, they I smell just better. Been, you, they smell better. You know what I'm saying? They feel better. They last longer. Mm-hmm. But I think, for the like you say, for the sake of time, we have taken away the beauty of a lot of things in life. The simplicity. The simplicity. Yeah. You know, and and when I go to Goodwill, I'm like, a lot of people think I have on something that costs a stack, maybe two bucks. None of that. You know, so it came from, it also came from being a single mom. I didn't have much when I was, um, had my first child and I had got a divorce and so I'm just trying to figure out like, how am I going to do this? Like, I, I didn't even prepare for this. 
I didn't prepare. You don't mentally prepare to be a single parent. That's just right. not something that you think about. So that really pushed it to another level because I'm like, regardless of what, even if I don't have everything that I may want to give her right now or want to want her to have, you even learn that through your kids. They don't care about all that stuff. Like, right. They shoes lighten up. You know, they tapping for days. They happy. It may have been $3, them shoes. So that really pushed me too. Like, okay, I could still be fashionable at a costly price. I just have to find it. Mm. And that kind of just pushed me into going to all the different Goodwills, Salvation Army, right. all these places, and putting stuff together. And after I started, like, seeing how much I was saving on clothes, how much... I could still put together things and still look like my own self. I didn't. I still wasn't following the crowd. I was just being my own self, and that just kind of spiraled it out of control. When you, you know, you spoke about your mom putting that confidence in you at a mm-hmm. young age, letting you be comfortable in your skin and essentially wearing what you wanted to wear. Right. When you're styling people, how often do you get people who maybe not have that confidence? And what are you saying to them in that moment? <sighs> I do a lot of times, but I push them to go out the box, but to be comfortable because when they're doing a photo shoot, you still have to feel comfortable. That's number one. So I always, my first question to them is like, what's your normal style? What do you normally put on? And I mean, oh, I don't really, you know, I don't know. You know, that's really that normal answer. I, I'm not really sure. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you like? That's my next question. What do you like? What are your favorite colors? What makes you happy? What do you like to... What how, What makes you feel good when you have it on? Is it is it soft clothes? Do you like to be, you know, thugging it out? Are you... What, what do you... What you like? You know what right. I'm saying? And once we kind of build on their personality, that's how I style. I never really... And that's what builds their confidence because they're getting to know me. I'm pouring into them as well as they're pouring into me. And we just build something from there. And once you build something with a person and they can see themselves for the first time in a way that they maybe never expressed, they feel it. And you can tell when that light bulb come on, like, all right, you know, I kind of like this. You know, wait a minute, I would have never put this together. And when you see that smile and you pour into them at that very moment, it's up. It's up from there. So you've seen people change their whole way of dressing. Whole persona. That's Whole persona. But I always push it because you would have never you would have never done it mm-hmm. without it. I know when we did the Twelve Rights program, we were talking about it. I was talking to younger kids because I'm like, y'all are way different than us because they are okay with wearing slides and you know they don't they they weren't really they didn't really care about putting on the best dress like we did back in school. I know for me it was a thing like mm-hmm. when we were in school it was a thing to just be best dressed every day, all day. But them, they're more relaxed, laid back, slides, Nike shirt, I'm good. I'm like, oh, hmm, that's interesting. You know, we didn't used to do that back in the day. But I'm glad that they have a lot more confidence that I mm-hmm. think than we did to just be themselves. So I, I appreciate it. Shout out to mom. Shout out, mama. <laughs> for that. <laughs> for sure, man, because how do you how do you instill that same amount of confidence into your children? I honestly, um, I let them be them, even like her right now. I mean, most parents, I see parents sometimes with their kids and they, they get nervous about certain things or how they're acting. And that, I mean, that probably comes when you're young, but I let them be them. And once you instill that in them, what you think, hey, I don't really think you should do that. 
But if you want to, you're going to see what's going to happen. Like, I'm that parent. So I am not a parent of, you're going to do what I say because I told you to. I'm going to tell you what you should do. I'm going to pour into you what I think is best and how, how you should go out there. But I'm always... We have to remember these are little people. They're going to go in their own way. It doesn't matter how much as the strictest parents that they child grow up and yeah. whole another person. Right. You know, so with confidence, I think that requires letting them know that they are a person. They're human. They're maybe a child, but they're still going to grow into someone one day. So with that, I just kind of let them express to me who they are and I and I listen. I'm a big listener as a parent. So I'm uh, more so when they tell me something, even after I think it's crazy. I mean, there's a day where she came and she was telling me, oh, we got to fix it. She was telling me um, something happened at school. And she was like, mom. And I said, what the hell? I'm like, she's saying, what the hell at three? You know, but I'm like, so that's how you felt about that. You know, you got it from me or somebody. Your dad or somebody that said it. So, you know, I think you just, yes, ma'am. Can I finish my can I finish the podcast first and then we talk about it? Okay. Um, I think you just kinda let them express themselves and understand, especially age, what age they are, what to expect from a three year old, from a seven year old, from an eight year old. You know, so I pour into them by letting them allow me to get to know them as a person, more so than them just being my child. Yeah. How does um Mommy. gotta wait. Mommy. <laughs> You want candy? Okay, I'll get you some candy. Oh, That's you what you that want that? Yeah. <laughs> some M&M's. You don't want them. <laughs> you don't want those M&M's thing. We'll get you some candy, okay? That way. Okay, not that one. Not that one. They said no, no, no. Nah, you don't want that. Ain't nothing wrong with no M&M, man. There's nothing wrong with the M&M? Okay, we'll get you some candy. But you got it. Little, my little brother, he, he uh, has uh, that body. He's sixteen. You got so weight. He, he was like his stomach was messing. <laughs> his stomach was hurting. You can't Man. touch the mic. They got a date on them. That date ain't passed. It oh, ain't. Okay, okay. <laughs> Look, I don't eat chocolate. No peanut butter. So no I don't know. chocolate. Mm-mm. I like chocolate. No, Jack. I don't. I like Not your chocolate. Food. You like chocolate. You like chocolate. See. I like chocolate. <laughs> 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 What's your name? What's your name? Oh, camera shot just that bad. <laughs> What's your name? You usually say your full name. What's your name? Lennox. Her name is Lennox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Because if my me and my wife and we have another son, we was gonna name him Benjamin Lennox. Wow. Yeah, so Lennox. Yeah, but Lennox got like a really, really like significance to me. Like Really? So it's, it's wild. Yeah. Wow. So you I, can't get that. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all in. So. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so um long story short. Okay. If it wasn't for a trip to Lennox Mall, me and my wife probably wouldn't be, it wouldn't be us. Really? Yeah. That's so cute. That's real cute. Wow. Yeah. I loved it. I don't have any big story with mine. I just liked it. And, and bought them all. Nah, you bought them all nah, out? Man, Balling part, out of control? My partner was talking to his, his uh to her best friend. Right. Oh. And so we was, we went to Atlanta. My, my wife lives here and whatever and she um 
and me and her best friend was talking and we was like, I said, yeah, you, you cool. You, I used to talk to your best friend. And she okay. was just like, who? And so I told her and whatever. And then one thing led to another. We got, got together. And that was that. And that was that. So y'all been married for 13 years. No, no, no. What? Say, wow. I'm 26. That's, I was gonna say, no, like, I'm no. trying to count back. Like, okay. It'll be three. Okay, but well, that's still good. That's still good. For sure. Because learning a person and being with a person, that is that is deep. Does your does your kids pick up on, you know, fashion? Have they picked up on fashion yet? Uh, I think my oldest. My oldest, for sure. She's like a mini me. She's definitely like a mini me. Um, I would say for her, she more so, like, she's confident enough that if she wants to wear, like, princess dresses or stuff she got, like, dress-up dresses, she would wear that to the grocery store with no problem. Yeah, right. So she's more in that era, like, costume. But I don't, I haven't really found her style yet. I don't know her style yet. But my oldest is very eclectic. She has locks. Mm. She just kind of, when I shave my hair, she wants to shave her hair. I'm like, well, I don't, now we can't shave your whole head. <laughs> but we did a little undercut. So then she had a little undercut. And it was just cool. Okay. It was cool. She's just a, a unique kid. When when it comes to um, styling and, and, you know, setting up for photo shoots. Okay. What's the, what's the vibe like? What's the music like? Again, you know, I always ask kind of what they're feeling what's going to make them feel comfortable for me my music taste is kind of all over the place well, you know well, what is, what is <laughs> mine is a little bit all over the place I like uh, let me see my big what would be my favorite my favorite artist I'm a Kevin Gates fan. Let me just start there. I'm going to just have to go ahead and put that out there. That's like my dog. I love Kevin Gates. But I also love, you know, J. Cole's. I'm a J. Cole fan. He just dropped something, actually, that I haven't dived into. But I need to. I need to listen to that. Check that out. See what that has going on. Um, I see Bob Marley. I love Bob Marley. Oh, I love Bob Marley. Um, J. Cole, Kevin Gates. Slow tip wise, I'll probably say I can never pronounce his name right. It's Brent something. Brent Fires. That's my guy. <laughs> now I love him. I love um, is it G I V E? Give me on. That's another one of my guys. Uh, who else? Because I'm like, I'm yeah. like a, um, what do you, what's that app on my phone? It's like a Shazam. Shazam. I'm a Shazam person. Wait a minute, play it Let me hear that one again. Wait a minute, play <laughs> I'm Shazamming all day. Like, oh, I got to get it on my phone. So I really, um, I'm, I'm really into however, like I said, however it makes me feel. But I'm a lyric person. So I can get with the new school rap and stuff. And it's cool to turn up to. But at the end of the day, I've always loved lyrics. You need substance. I gotta have substance in my music. It's just only so much of the bippity bop I can take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emotion based music. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't take but so much of it. Yeah, we talk about it all the time, emotional based music and just how important it is. Right. At the end of the day you wanna feel something. You have that's what music is for. Yeah. You wanna feel something. You know, that's, that's, that's where what it originated music is from. For. Right. So, no, to it, put you in the feels. Mm-hmm, exactly. For sure. For sure. Whatever feeling that is. Whether right. Whether it's happy, sad. Right. Um, 
Wanting to go party. <laughs> Everything. Feeling in love. Yeah. Right. It's supposed to make you feel so Feel. Something. I'll That's agree. Because cool. I know I put... Um, where are you going? Mm-mm, you gotta sit right here. So when um when I um my daughter had a track meet, she was actually about to. Where you going, Sam? Don't go far. You stay right here. Stay in this room because you don't want to knock over the equipment. Okay. Let's agree on that at least. Um, but my daughter was listening to DMX before a track game, and I mean before a track meet, and before the meet, she had just turned into this different person. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to play DMX every time because she was out there. <laughs> I'm like, what? Man. She was doing her thing. This is her first year running track, so I'm really proud of her. That I'm really, dope, really proud man. of her. DMX had her inspired, man. Yeah, oh. had her going crazy out there. <laughs> I said, oh, she was out there getting ready. I saw her like. I'm like, who is this kid? Like, it turned her to a whole nother level. But again, but that just goes back to what we were saying. DMX evokes emotions. Oh, he always has. You know what I mean? He evokes emotions, like, throughout the whole project. No matter what song you pick. He gonna always. And I mean, he has so many different, like, he had so many different facets to him that I love. It was just, you never knew. Like, you never knew what you was gonna get out of him. Right. Absolutely. Talk to us about the Mood Show, man. How did that Ooh, come about? The Mood Show. The Mood Show started when I've always, I'll, I'll say this, I've always wanted to put on a big fashion show, but I just didn't know how I wanted to do it. I'm like, I have to do a different show. I can't do anything that is um, the same. I never want to do anything that's the same. So for me, I um, basically started by talking to Kristen. I was she was actually doing my cousin's makeup for her graduation mm. pictures. Tootie, as y'all will call her. Um, so she was doing my cousin's graduation pictures and so she was like, I had went to a fashion show last week and it was just so dope and it was this and it was that and I was like, I've been wanting to do one. She was like, Well let's do it. So that was the first link up. That was like all I needed to hear like, okay, cool, boom. So then, um, one of my good friends, we go back to Buddy Pictures and Dickie Suits. <laughs> like, we was doing all that back in the day. Um, she does makeup, and I had brought it to her attention. I said, but you know what? I want something live. I don't want to just have music playing. And a lot of times you go to fashion shows, and it's just, dum 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 So, I mean, you're watching somebody walking down, but it's just not really evoking anything from you. So, I wanted to bring that element of just, like, live band live fashion just something that's going to be unique something that is going to be um a space where people not only was able to experience fashion but live music and so that's kind of how it came about and i had the live music out there and once it got on and running and we were able to put those songs together it was up from there it was up from there and i i have not heard anything but great feedback about the Moose Show, and it was surprising because I was nervous. I ain't gonna lie, I was very, very nervous. What's it like when you, you know, you said you you received nothing but great feedback, mm-hmm. despite you being nervous the way you were. What's it like when, you know, when we when us as creators create something, it's like our child, right? It's our baby, like right. this right here. <laughs> it's like our baby, so. You, you leave it up to people to, to criticize you, right? You know what I mean. You become subjected to criticism off off the bat. What is that like? How many ideas would you have you shelved because of just that fear of maybe being criticized? Hmm. 
I was ready for the good or the bad. Because I want to hear it. I want to hear what you felt from it. Because regardless or not, that's what art is supposed to do. Yeah. It's supposed to make you have an opinion. And it's not always going to be good. And I think that's what a lot of people have to respect is that it's not always going to be a good feedback. Um, sometimes it's going to be bad. And take it. Take it and learn how to make it better. So I think I wasn't scared. I wasn't afraid of having like the bad feedback. I was okay with it. Do you think that you, if your mindset was ready for now versus... Back then? Yeah. Or do was you think ready it for... The, you think it would have been the same? No. I would have. I probably would have been a little bit more concerned about what people had to say back then than I do now. So I think, like I said, I think the process happened at the perfect time yeah. because I was prepared for good or bad. So what's, what's, a, what's a learning lesson that you took from it? That you would chat that you would do uh, for the next show. Learning lesson that I took from it that I would do for the next show. Um, it was at like a little appetizer, so I probably would have made it longer. I would make it longer. Um. Really, I mean, I ain't trying to toot my own horn. <laughs> Nothing. It was, it was lit, y'all. <laughs> that show was just lit. Like, I really, I felt nothing bad about it. I really just, it was my baby, and I was expecting, I love live. I even love watching artists' live shows because it just gives you everything. Even if it's a mess up, if it's a wrong lyric, you're just getting it off the cuff. And so I guess that's kind of what it was for me. I was okay with it. So I probably wouldn't change anything about it. No. That's dope, man. Cause I've done I've done and been in a couple of fashion shows. Okay. So it is very stressful. Mm. (laughs) Very stressful. You were stressed? Not I mean Or for seeing them. Just it's a lot of moving parts when it comes to fashion shows. Oh, true. True, because I was everywhere. Now, I would have to go to the, I would go to the band practices, turn around, go to model practice, turn around, make sure the decorations was okay, then turn around and make sure everything is getting set up properly. So, it was a lot. It was a lot, but I had to do that. Right. I had to do it. I'm not mad at it, man. I mean, you know, it just, it reminds me of our last conversation with, with our, our last guest. And him just saying, um, a lot of times we put out things and we'll change how we feel about our product right. based on the criticism. And you just saying, there's nothing I would change. Nothing. Because it was off because, so it's like, if anything was to go wrong, we just going to keep it pushing. We just going to keep it moving. We going to keep it rolling. We just going to keep it moving. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how you got to be in every venture that you create. But I think that comes with age, though, man. Because like, cause even, like, right now, like, her doing all this, 21-year-old me would have been like, girl, sit down. You know, I'm, I'm doing this, but this is just my life. I mean, I can't really. Yeah. It's really nothing that you can do. I mean... It is what it is. I, and like he said, it definitely does come with age because you get that patience. You get that patience when you are older. Because mm-hmm. I know my oldest has a, definite, a definitely a different mom now than she did at 21. I wouldn't say I was bad. I just wasn't patient. Yeah. <laughs> and, nothing, and nothing is wrong with that because we're always progressing. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? We're not perfect. So 
it's always pro- progression over perfection. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, as far as like the age goes, Bo said something to me. The, the, well, this was a while back. We was talking because he's he. How old are you, Bo? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. We on the same. And he was like, <laughs> "I'm glad that." I started, I started, you know, rapping now versus mm, earlier, earlier, and just the seri- like how serious he is mm, about so, it, about it. I how know what you want to do? There you go. Bo is the most efficient r- r- writer, rapper, everything, anything. Just oh, bro, you, just, you really, really that. do. You know, he 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 does it. You know what I'm saying? Effortless. Effortlessly, mm. you know, and and I've seen it. You've bruh, seen um, it. I've numerous, <laughs> numerous times. It just comes out the cuff. Like, I'm, what people? Some people may take days, hours, it's minutes. Yeah, and wow. a day. Ten tracks is done. Ten tracks. Yeah, it, it can, that has done in ten hours. It's like that's Ooh. the type of guy he is. But it's in you. It's yeah, got to be in you. You know, that's the biggest thing when people say if it's... I forgot that saying. It was like either it's in you or on you or yeah, it's, it's got to be in you. It's got to be in you, not on you. Right. That's what it is. And that's for real, though. That is for real. Like some people, you know, they they don't have patience. They don't. So it's like, you know, you... Being a creative without patience almost contradicts itself. It does. Because how are you? How are you a creative without being patient? My phone. You need to get your phone? Okay. Look, he's going to get your phone. I don't want you to get painted on your... Those paints are still wet. I don't want her to get painted uh, paint right on here. her clothes. Oh, right here. These are wet. Okay. Right. Not the one close to you, but those other two right this there. This right here? Yeah, those two. You did that too? Yeah, you're painting too, man. Oh, yeah, so you just all over the place. Well, <laughs> man. One, one stop shop. Hey. I like that. I, I like that. We do it all. Painting, podcast, he paints too. He paints too. Just a co- uh, what is it? A conglomerate? A conglomerate? Of no, it is a very for well, sure. Much of empire. <laughs> we got three. Look, it's three different companies it's within the company. Within the company. But see, that's kind of how it is with the Moose Show, which we love so much because we all have our own individual brands, uh-huh. but we bring it together for the conglomerate um, for it to just go go as it has to go. Yeah. How important is that? Just just in that alone, you said with you three having different brands and coming together for one, one agenda, one purpose. Just, exactly. Being able to put that to the side, you know what I mean? Like the... the Cause each of you are working on different things. Y'all all strive to be, uh, <laughs> y'all all strive to be great within that field. Right. To be able to put that to the side for one bigger picture. How important is that? How hard is it? I think it works because we schedule out that time. See, like now. We know how to start. We plan for a show six months in advance. We don't just start it and throw something together. So that way we're able to get everybody's, you know, schedule, what they can do, what they can't do, when they're available, when they're not available. Um, And we just go from there. So it's not really hard. I think because 
everything kind of intertwines in one. Mm-hmm. So even if they have makeup or whatever clients, the location may just be where we're practicing. That's where right. you're getting your makeup done. So we kind of just like work around each other. If I have a client that I'm styling, you know, you just meet us at modeling practice or whatever we're doing. So nah, it, just kinda okay. it just kind of works. It just kind of works. No, no, you're going to keep. Hey, 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 listen, 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 listen. Let's have a real talk. Real talk. <laughs> Let's have a real talk, okay? You're doing a lot right now. <laughs> and you need to chill, okay? Real talk. Well, remind me of Thank Jackson. You. <laughs> hey, man, Jack the Stop. man, though, man. He is, man. <laughs> Jack the man. You're, you're old lit. man, man. We all need to be you're like Jack. Like... <laughs> Jack don't put up with no mess. Jack don't put up with nothing, man. <laughs> That's Jack. her though. She's kind of the. Jack, pay don't put up with nothing either. Nothing. Thank you. Good throw. Good throw. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they're my babies though. Oh, it's nothing like them. Oh God, that's when, what I'm like. When you had, when you came into yourself, mm-hmm. as far as you know, being a mother and having to to set schedules and organize your time Mm. did you find yourself like accomplishing way more in such a shorter period of time for sure i mean because even like now okay so for this let's just say for this i had planned for a different day so then i didn't so i knew i was gonna have her so it was like what do you do do you cancel do you just bring her and get just it is what it is so i'm like well you know, we just go go see what what it do. Um, but you just like you say, you do. I still I feel like I make it work. You you kick on this level of like just make it work, regardless of what. I mean, you have children. That is what they do. There is no child that you're not gonna experience certain things from. Every one of my child's had a tantrum before. Every one of them has fallen out falling out in the grocery store. I mean. As a mom, even when you see other parents in the store and their kids may be doing something, you just laugh it to yourself because you already know what it is. You done been through it. You done been through it. So I think it does push you to understand, you know, how to schedule. But even then, sometimes it just always don't go as you planned it. Mm-hmm. I tell them, I, I, you know, through when I, when I got let go and found another job mm. just you know I don't really I'm not I don't get a chance to pop out the way that I really want to that you want to pop out you know right. what I'm saying which which in turn which in turn makes it, it, it's it's great Mm. Because like my presence isn't always needed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like and I can call plays and from 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 the you know uh, uh, skybox <laughs> from being away you know you what have saying? that time like hey, hey, if stop. if anything if I if it's something that I need need done or if it's something that he might need done in my little short period of time you can make it happen I can make it happen. Mm. I feel that though I feel that because you have to you have to learn how to work around. You know, Lennox Carson. <laughs> Lennox Carson. You have to learn how to work around that and how to settle yourself in a way that you can um, 
be be where you need to be and sometimes you'll have to make those sacrifices right. so I think that this is one of those times <laughs> making that sacrifice <laughs> to do what you need to do but it is what it is what has been your most satisfying moment on your journey so far the first show the first show yeah I cried like a baby I cried like a baby you cried like a baby <laughs> you did were your kids in attendance my oldest, she was not. Um, only because like it would have started getting to this level. She's good in the beginning because she doesn't know what's going on. Mm. But once she gets comfortable, it's like, now I can turn up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I can turn up and I can cut up and just act how I want to. But um, So she didn't come. But my oldest, she actually performed. So she did the That's opening hard. piece. Yeah, she did the opening piece for the show. So it was really cool. It was really cool. No, you don't. How no, you don't. Was she was she happy and satisfied with the turnout as well? Oh yeah, she she enjoys being with me in every way. Yeah. To see me um, thriving and to see me just she wants to style, she wants to do all of that. So she enjoys that. That's dope. She enjoys that. That's dope. What's it, what's it like just having your kids a part of your journey like that? Because some kids, you know, they like, oh, well, I hope. You know, once we get big enough, I can pass this loan to my kids. But your kids are if already they a part want of the to journey. do that, I'm okay with it, but I don't force it. You know, whatever feels good and whatever, whatever I, you I can eventually, um, you know, whatever you eventually want to do, I feel like I'm going to encourage that. Like right. I'm going to encourage that. So to have them there, it also teaches them things. Like right now, I know. Maybe you'll probably never come to a podcast after reading But I still know what the experience is like. And to just be getting used to them being around different things so that they'll be ready for they'll be ready for what's to come. Yeah. Definitely, man. This is this is I I enjoyed it. I don't know about y'all. I really enjoyed this. Like it's been entertaining to me. <laughs> yeah, no, but, no about you, boo. But Ms. you a little bit chopped up today. Ms. Lynn is, 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 hey, she's enjoying the pub. That's she, right. she is. She's on the pub. A whole nother I'm like, did you have some candy? Your daddy must try to trick me today. Look, but as a parent, I, I get it. <laughs> right. She don't, don't want to be in on one spot. Right, so it's like. So, Where do I go? What do I do? This is what we gonna do. Um, we need a part two. Okay, let's Definitely. do a part two. Um, but I, how we how I wanna end the show? I don't know if you had anything. What is your top? We like to end the show with top fives. Okay. What's your top five first stores? My top five places to thrill. Goodwill for sure. Value Village. Um. Oh, is this play? Little Five Points is like my go-to. Like that's like where I. That's where I. I am always in um, Little Five Points. So that's where I am most of the time. If I'm in Atlanta, stop. Mm-hmm. I am in Little Five Points. So anywhere there would probably be my top five. Every store down there would probably be my top five. Besides Goodwill. Besides Goodwill. And and that's for Ragarama. Love it. Love it. 
That is hard, man. This has been really interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how much y'all have to keep or edit with mine. We, we don't know. We, we don't, don't edit. edit. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. We got all that. It's all up. <laughs> we yeah. got all that. Let's do it. She's featured. <laughs> say, say, let's do it. Say, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Can you say Free Gems Network? Say, say look. Say Free Gems Network. Say it. Say free. Free. Say it out loud. <laughs> free. Oh, please. Oh, I'm trying to get the new Oh, tag. boom. <laughs> How you going to do me like that? Free. Okay, Jim. Yeah. Network. Oh, you got to say it loud. Okay. Hey. <laughs> say free Jim Network. Free Gym Network. Free Gym Network. Free Gym Network. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. But don't get in the car and start saying Free Gym Network now. Free Gym Network. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. Hey, it is. That's it, man. <laughs> that is it. You done? Mine. No, <laughs> He laughing at you? Uh, you what I do? Where he did? Who did it? He oh, did you, it. Oh, you pointed at my oh, camera. You still on them M&M's, girl. She's still on the m but We'll get you some M&M's, I promise. Oh, 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 oh. Did you have her again? Yeah, she can have it. And this there concludes this Damn. episode of Free Gems Network. Bum-bum. Yeah. yeah.